everybody, welcome to the NC Real Estate Podcast. It's Tuesday morning and we're so happy that you're over here chatting to us. Um, we love having you guys over here and we have seen this week again that the Property Investment Mastery Facebook group continues to grow. So thank you everybody who is over there and commenting with us. Again, if you haven't joined yet, head on over to www.ncrealestate.co.uk and click on the Facebook item. So, as you know, I'm always here with Lorenza, and Lorenza's here with all your questions. Hello, good morning, everybody. And this week, we've been discussing, are you nourishing your passions? And if you haven't seen the video yet, go on over to our YouTube channel, or if you want it first, sign up to our mailing list on our website, www.ncrealestate.co.uk, because you get all the content that goes out immediately when it goes out. Everybody else gets it delayed. So if you want to be ahead of the game, go over and sign up. Great. Yeah. Um, I, I was actually just going to, to reiterate that, that fact, um, you know, that, that the video does come up the week before. And um, thanks to all, to all of our newsletter subscribers who do receive the, the videos first and who sent us really valuable questions, um, which this podcast will bring up. Awesome. All right. Um, so... Yeah, and another thank you to you for bringing up this really refreshing topic because I think um, it almost just gives you a pause and gives you kind of a bird's eye view of what is going on both in your business, um, your professional life, and also your personal life and your general well-being, um, which is really something that we need to to focus mm -hmm. on from time to time and not forget about that. Um, so thanks, thanks for this. And I really hope that our listeners today will um, start thinking about their own lives and what they can do to bring more, more a more holistic well-being into into their everyday existence. <laughs> Agreed. So, right. Um, so straight on. Um, in your video, you clearly detailed your professional passions. Naturally. These all have to do with property and the property industry, yeah. um, from property investment mastery coaching um, to lecturing at the university and to buying and developing your own properties. But what about your personal passions? I do know that one of your favorite activities is rock climbing, uh, which I personally <laughs> think is really awesome. <laughs> Uh, but if you could share some ways you nourish your passions without even leaving your flat, say, on a Sunday morning, what, uh, you know, yeah, share some of those kind of normal activities that still nourish, nourish your passions. Okay, that's a really good question, because obviously I'm not always out and about. Some days I just do stay in and, and chill out. One of my favorite things to do and one of my favorite things that I think I have done throughout the whole of my life is read books. I love reading, absolutely love it. And I always have a book or three on the go. Um, usually, <laughs> usually I have one um, kind of really a self-improvement book. So at the moment I'm reading Kate Northrup's Money is a Love Story, which is really good. I really enjoy reading that. Um, okay. And also I like reading kind of, historical fiction as well so I've been reading a lot of Philippa Gregory and sometimes I read a lot of travel books as well so I I quite like having just a book that I can dip in and out of at the side of my bed because when I'm trying to um turn off and switch off from a day at work I find it very difficult to just get into bed and fall asleep or on a Sunday morning mm -hmm. if I'm waking up I don't want to be immediately grabbing for my phone or grabbing for um my laptop 
instead I grab yes. for a book. So that's a really good way mm. I find of really chilling out in the mornings. Um, also, I probably am quite like a lot of other people that I get very stuck into Netflix if there is something that I want to be watching. Now, not everything, um, but my partner and I have just gone through a, uh, <laughs> a massive season of uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. We've just been watching them back to back to catch up so that we can watch the most recent series. And I, and I don't often indulge in that. I really don't often indulge in that. I'm not the biggest TV fan out there. I do tend to swerve it in order to work. Um, and actually, sometimes it's really nice to wake up in the morning, grab a cup of coffee and some breakfast cereal and sit and just chill out and think, actually, my day doesn't have to start for a couple of hours. And I think it's really important that people give themselves permission to do that. Um, yes. Because I find it very difficult to give myself permission. Just before we got on this podcast, Lorenza and I were having a, a conversation um, about opening NC real estate and whether we should actually be opening on bank holidays or not. And actually, it's, a, it's really topical for us, isn't it? Because we, we do try and yes. keep going as much as we possibly can. And we, we try and work as hard as possible because we feel that our clients deserve the best possible service. But actually, there's also that balance between whether we should actually be open or whether we should have a break ourselves and if we can give our clients a better service because we are having that break and I think that's the decision that we've come to we would rather spend that time making sure that we're nourished with full of well-being and feeling really really happy and confident that we can give our clients the best in which case we will take that downtime and make sure that we're really working on ourselves so that we can perform to our highest capabilities yes absolutely um and, and later on in this podcast, I've got a, a question that's, um, again, related to, to what you've just speaking about. Um, but uh, let me, let me um, <clears throat> get on with the next question for now. Okay. Um, at one point in your video, you said that often people who are really busy and who don't really make time to nourish their passions um, have said to you, oh, when we have the time or when we are financially free, you know, we'll... It, indulge in our hobbies or when I'm at a certain place in my career level, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. This really struck me. I mean, personally, I couldn't agree less with the objections to nourishing their passions. Um, all that comes to my mind is a nervous breakdown, imbalance and stress. So what, in your opinion, are some of the repercussions to your business if you don't take some needed time out for yourself? Good question. Um, I actually see this a lot at the moment with my AP APC students that I'm mentoring. Um, so if, you, if those of you who don't know what APC is, it's Assessment of Professional Competency, which all graduates who want to become chartered surveyors have to go through. And it's a two-year process which ends in an exam. And obviously, I'm chartered, so I did my exam um, a while ago now. Um, but what I'm finding with them is that they get to the stage six months before their exam's coming along. And they start revising, revising, revising. They kind of put their blinkers on so nothing else matters. When I get my exam passed, then I'll start going out and enjoying myself, blah, 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 blah. The problem is, is that then they can't show up for their own life because they're overworking themselves. These are people who are going to work from... Um, 7 30 8 o'clock in the morning till 7 p.m at night i mean the property industry in the corporate world can be quite cutthroat and they're trying to keep hold of their jobs go home and still revising for their apc and what they don't realize that they're doing is that 
the pressure that they're forcing on themselves means that they're harboring some sort of stress and they're tense and you don't really get a lot out of them when they come to and chat to you. And what I find is that actually the best remedy to, for that is have a break, take a couple of days off, you know, whether you're going to book a holiday for two days or just say this weekend I am going to go out and... I don't know, go see something different in the world. Do you, do you know yes. what I mean? Go yes. and change be, what you're doing. Be a tourist in your own in your own city, for example. Go and visit a, an, an art exhibition that's opening or whatever it is. Yes, exactly. And what it's doing is it's really affecting their confidence, actually, because they're constantly stressed. They're mm -hmm. constantly finding more things that they've got to learn. They're constantly trying to put pressure on themselves to be to improve, to improve, to improve without ever stopping to realize that actually they are pretty good at their job otherwise they wouldn't have a job um, and it really impacts on their working lives because when they go back to work the next morning they're not properly refreshed so they can't deal with things mentally as well as they would have been able to should they have had that eight nine ten hours sleep I mean ten hours sleep is a lot but some people oh my gosh it. that sounds amazing <laughs> do you know what I mean but it, it's just <laughs> If you don't take the cycle, the negative yes. cycle that happens, yes. if you don't take enough time for yourself, it means that you can't think properly. It means that mm -hmm. you actually can't see what's going on on the outside. So you can't give yourself that second opinion, which I think sometimes is really, really important to get. Um, and yes. I think it's also very, very difficult to really look after yourself. So even if you're not exercising or seeing your friends or just having a bit of time for you, which is as important as revising and going to work, you end up not being able to perform in the way that you need to be able to perform, in which case you're not giving anybody your best and then your clients suffer. And as a result of that, your business suffers. You don't need to be on to your profession the whole time. You just need to be switched on to life. And if you're switched on to life, yes. that means that you are acting in a way which is best for you, which means that you can give your best output. Well, well, last week, um, I actually started jogging in the morning. I was waking up at 5.45 a.m. Um, and I was only jogging for about, you know, 15 or 20 minutes. Uh, but I would come back feeling amazingly refreshed. Mm. And I was already in a good mood at 6.15 a.m. while everyone else was dragging themselves out of bed, having their second or third coffee. Um, but this week, however, I've been staying up late to work um, and had more pressure than I usually do with work. So guess what? I haven't been making time for, you know, even 20 minutes of jogging. Um, and with that, I found that I've been a lot less uh, productive. I've had fewer um, ideas. I've been lacking in creativity. So, my, so the question is here, how can I learn to put all these millions of urgent things aside for a few minutes to do what's really in essence the best for both me and for my business good question this is something that I also struggle with a lot in the past um, and still do to a certain extent because what I realize is when I get in that mind frame that we are constantly like I constantly have to get go keep going I then can't stop to see the outside the bigger picture of what's actually going on so when what I try to do is before I get in that headspace and before I start like is going into overwhelm basically um i start writing lists of all the things i actually need to do not okay. the things i think in my mind i need to do just all the really important goals that i need to achieve today and all the things that i need to achieve overall as well and then once i've got that kind of formulated then i can 
really start to think, actually, okay, so I've got that sorted because what I'm going to do is just go through and tick this off as I do it. I'm really focused now, so I know that I don't have to worry about everything else. I can just do that. Um, and then that gives me time to go out and actually do a bit of exercise for myself or look after myself or even just take the dog out for a longer time than normal because actually she needs as much exercise as I do. So I have to make priority <laughs> for that. Um, but also what I find really helpful is if I do want to go for an exercise, I do book in um, with my trainer or I book to go... For a class. Yeah, for a class or book to go climbing with someone so I can't back out of it. That's the other big thing. You don't want to be giving yourself any option not to do it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, well, I just found that also, you know, yesterday, <laughs> um, okay, maybe it had something to do with being Monday, but I just spent so much longer doing what I could have done, <clears throat> you know, in a third of the time. Mm -hmm. And only because I just didn't, I almost, like, like you said, I didn't have a class booked or I didn't have, you know, there, was, there wasn't that kind of um, obligation and I was feeling a bit lazy. But actually, what like a list of things to do and just the priorities for the day, not the millions of other things that you think you have to do. I actually would have finished everything in just say three or four hours as opposed to six or seven hours at a much um, lower productivity rate. And it's frustrating. I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, so that's a bit of my rant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think you, it's about being organized, isn't it? And it's also about realizing that it doesn't, I think what needs to change in the industry and something that's huge is that it's not about the hours you put in, it's about the output that you give or you create. Yes. Because for a very long time, and I've known this about being in the industry, um, employers expect you to be at your desk from, I don't know, nine o'clock in the morning and you need to be sat there all the way through till six, seven o'clock at night. And they mm. believe that if you show up and you do that, then that's you putting making enough of an impression to give the output that's required but actually if you become really efficient at things and I say this about to my clients with their property portfolios once you become efficient at things and learn how to do jobs correctly you do not need to be putting pressure on yourself to be at a desk for that period of time you need to be just working efficiently and then once you've done that reward yourself go and do something fun for yourself Mm, absolutely absolutely and I think um, you know this comes with practice you've just got to keep at it and, um, I kind of find it addictive you know because you see the productivity going up in fewer hours uh, which really does leave time to nourish your passions um, exactly so it is something to work on constantly um, the and the next question is um, with the internet and you know, the internet being so versatile and so mobile, there are numerous ways to fill your time, um, for example, while you're commuting to work or back from work, um, with excellent podcasts and great YouTube videos, educational blogs, even becoming part of a community-based Facebook group, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, it may just be about getting into a routine, um, a healthy and proactive routine. Yeah. Are you one for routines? And how do you essentially organize the balance between work and nourishing your passions? Um, again, another good question. Routines. I'm getting more into a routine now um, than I 
ever have been actually um, because when I first started out with NC Real Estate I just felt like we needed to be working all the time some days I'd clock up 18 hour days and but be perfectly happy doing that don't get me wrong I love NC Real Estate but it gets to the stage where actually you've you've realized that you've lost a couple of months of your life without seeing your friends or your family and Mm-hmm. I, I guess lost is actually the wrong word, but it just it just isn't as productive as when you actually get out to go and do things. And what I started to do to start off with um, is I used to say, right, one day a week I can do check all my emails, answer my emails and go out and do something for yourself. And that was prior to having the dog. But this, the minute summer came into my life, routine had to become <laughs> routine. Yes. Routine suddenly becomes something that we actually had to do and keep regimented so now in the mornings um I try and chill out in the mornings unless I'm going to the gym um and I try and get to the gym twice twice a week in the mornings and that is as much as the pressure I'd put on myself I used to fall into the trap of going five mornings a week and I realized that I was exhausting myself so now I do two mornings a week at the gym and um try and fit in another two or three exercise types of exercise a week now that's not like going and sweating it out loads that could be doing a couple of runs and going climbing or that could be going out paddle boarding or do you know what I mean that mm. the pressure is off for the other three exercise types providing I'm going out and then in the days where I'm working from Putney then I try and take an hour and a half at lunchtime and take somewhere out yes. for a really long walk and that then forms part of the routine and um, and obviously, we, we have different times that we're talking to our clients, don't we? So on a, on a Monday, we are with our clients in the mornings. So in the mornings, I clear the space and we have a real good space for our clients to be able to get in contact with us and we can chat and ask questions. Whereas on a Thursday, it's in the evening. So I switch, the, switch my days around. So Mondays, I work mornings and through to about five or six o'clock. And then on Thursdays I work from about 10 or 11 o'clock all the way through to 8 p.m. So it's all about like that balance but I know that either side of that I've got time to go and exercise and time to take my dog for a walk and this sort of thing. So a routine is my routine is fairly kind of I know what I have. It's almost to like do. a flex. It's like a flexible routine. Yes, it's, it's it's not standard. And and then obviously on Tuesday and Wednesday I go to the university, so I know what I'm doing on those days. Um, but I think it's, it's all about knowing where you have to be, knowing what you have to do and putting some standard into that as well. But some people don't like doing that and they just like to be free. But I find if we have a bit of a routine going, then actually I do get a lot of, lot of stuff done. And then Saturdays and Sundays, I just leave open to whatever happens, happens. Yes, which is the joy of the week. <laughs> Wish that could be for five days a week. <laughs> oh. No. Um, all right. Well, I think um, from my side, um, that's all the questions that came through that um, we've just spoken about. Um, is there something you'd like to add as a final word to encourage people to go out there and and really take the time and um, and to and to watch the benefits um, in their business um, and their and um, and their productivity? Yeah. The, the one final thing that I'd like to leave you with, because I think it's really important that you're not nourishing your own passions, but listen to yourself. Don't force passions on yourself. Um, I used to be very good, as I said, with forcing myself into the gym because I thought that was what I had to do. But I found that my body just hurt the whole time. And so that couldn't have been a passion because I was really 
hurting myself um, and I felt sleep deprived. You have to really listen to what you enjoy doing at the time. So if your passion is going to a cinema, grabbing a glass of wine and sitting and watching films in the afternoon, fabulous. Do something that really makes you relax, not makes you feel tight and like you have to do it. Do something that does make you feel all happy. It kind of really switches your mind off to other things that you're worrying about and really go out and nourish that. Don't be nourishing anything you think you should be doing. And like, if you don't want to work out and do that kind of thing, also don't put your pressure, put pressure on yourself to do that. Do stuff that really makes you feel fulfilled um, because that's how you start kind of chilling out and making sure that you're doing things that work for you and then you can interpret that into your business because you're a lot more calmer and you can think about things with a level head and that would be my final piece of advice go and find something that works for you and listen to what your body is telling you about it okay great um thanks <laughs> and remember if you listeners want to sign up to our mailing list then please do so by going to www.ncrealestate.co.uk's homepage you will see the subscription form at the top of the page um yeah yeah so receive the information first <laughs> <laughs> exactly go over there and Get on our mailing list and receive everything that we've got as a priority because we put out some incredible stuff. This is what we work on. This is what we come into work to do to give you this amazing stuff. Um, but also, we do some great property investment coaching. We really do. We completely transform people's property portfolios from a place of being really stuck to a place of knowing exactly what you're doing with your property portfolio and going out and reaching your goals. So if you are stuck on your property investment journey, we are the people to help you. So get in contact with me, Natasha at ncrealestate.co.uk or get in contact with Lorenzo, property at ncrealestate.co.uk. So do, seriously, if you're sat around and you're thinking, oh my God, I have bought properties and they are not doing what I say, I thought that they were going to, and ah, like, do not get stressed out about it because there's always something that we can do to help you. So pick up the phone and the first 60 minute consultation is free. I want to know where you are and what's going on and literally just vent at me. If stuff is going wrong with your property portfolio, let me know because a problem shared is a problem halved and we can definitely help you. That's what we're here for. We are super experienced. So whatever the problem, let us help you solve it. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Natasha. Great. Well, that's the end of our podcast this week. Thank you, Lorenza, for picking up the questions from all of our lovely, lovely listeners and readers and everybody who interacts with NC Real Estate. We love it that you come over here and join us. We really, really do. We talk about it afterwards, how grateful we are for you guys just being around and making it worth our time coming out and putting out this information. We do it for you. So I hope that you've really enjoyed it. And if we can do anything else to really help you out, then do get in contact with us. Go over to www.ncrealestate.co.uk and all of our information is over there. Right, I'm going to awesome. wrap up this, this podcast for this week, but thank you for coming over and joining us. And we will see you again next week. See you then. Bye.